Welcome to Paint Radio with your host, Emily Howard and Andrew Dwyer. Happy New Year, Paint Radio. We're recording it, and it's the new year. I don't know when this is going to come out because I just show up talking to the mic because I'm Andrew Dwyer. Emily Howard has to do all the work. Everyone knows that. Emily, how are you? I'm great. When do we think this podcast is going to drop, as the kids say? It will drop at the beginning of February. Oh my gosh, that's not New Year at all. But it is winter. Valentine's. That's a sad subject for you, so I'm not going to talk about that. But I do want to say, are you a big fan of winter vacations? Or are you more of a summer vacation type? I like winter vacations. Really? Yes. I like both. And would you go somewhere warmer or colder? Of course, we live in beautiful Colorado. Where would you go? Warmer or colder? Both. Wrong. (laughs) That is a terrible answer. Why? Both. Just make a decision. If my partner would pick up the slack a little bit more, maybe I could take two. Where are we having dinner tonight? Pick something. Fine. Fine. Winter. Winter. I would go snowboarding. Okay. Well, I have a big trip planned in February. Really? Yes. Would you like to know where it is? Where are you going? Well, Does it have something to do with baseball? Kind of, maybe, sort of, but I'm headed somewhere warm. I'm okay. thinking Arizona, Ooh. the Phoenix-Glendale area. I've been there. Have you? I have. And that actually is right when spring training starts. But I'm going because the PCA Annual Expo is in Glendale, Phoenix. Did you really not know that's where I was going with that? No, I guess. Okay. The PCA Expo. <laughs> I wrote... <laughs> February. I wrote 19, the questions for that. <laughs> 19 to 21 in beautiful Glendale and Phoenix, Arizona, straddling the border between the two. And so, of course, we love PCA. We're the official media partner of, PD, of PCA. And so we want to bring on Chris Shank educational poobah at PCA, and we're going to talk about the expo. Chris, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Your official title is not poobah. What is it? I say on the podcast that I'm the education guy. I'm the education director, but you know, I just do education stuff with an awesome team over here, obviously. It's whatever you want to call me, man. Just call me. You may have heard when I introduced you, I almost slipped and said PDCA. At APC, we have a swear jar because, as you know, Emily is as foul-mouthed as they come. Yeah, that's Um, No need to chime in. I actually am. (laughs) So is there like a swear jar? Listeners who don't know, PCA used to be PDCA, and so many, many people continue to call it PDCA. Is there a swear jar in the PCA office where you got to put money in if you say PDCA? I tell you, there should be. There should be, but I'll be poor because it was a big change for all of us. And I still say PDCA from time to time. It's a big change. There's been a lot of changes over here at PCA, and that's just one of the many is the image and the logo and the name and then a lot of programs and just always trying to adapt and always trying to keep up with the changing game in the industry. It's quite a ride. It's pretty fun. It's an adventure for sure. That's good. So with the upcoming... Expo, what kind of changes can we expect there? It's always interesting. As you guys know, and you're with an awesome publication over there with APC Magazine. Oh, thank you. You're always trying to figure out where the industry is going and what people are interested in and what to do next because there's so much messaging out there that we could quite easily just start falling asleep on the inundation of information and just advertising and even the good stuff out there, you start just missing and you don't know exactly how to sort through all of it. So we're trying to help people curate good content and understand how do I find the good stuff that's going to help me build my business and help me become a better entrepreneur or business owner or whatever it is. So we think of the expo every year, like what can we do different? We're trying to respond to what people are saying we need to do. So this year, 
what we've come up with is we have to have more progressive education that is progressive, not in the sense only of like it being novel and, and kind of new, but progressive in that it goes deeper and one piece of education connects to the next where you can build a bigger plan for your business instead of coming away with a hundred ideas. Maybe we could help people come away with 10 really big ideas and with more help to learn how to implement those things in your company. So I think that was the focus. So this year we have definitely every day is going to have brain melts again, which is the peer to peer networking and problem solving and things like that. Every day starts out with that, but we're going to have workshops this year. And so instead of just having one session where you go through for 75 minutes and learn about a topic, now we're going to have a part two to every workshop where you do group work to complete a master plan. And you take that, that workbook, that master plan back with you to your company. And then you have a plan to, ready to go and turnkey to implement. So now you're not just, again, sifting through really, truly thousands of ideas because of all the people you come into contact with. Now you're able to put it together in a big plan and work on that throughout the expo and take that back with you. So that's the big idea this year. Chris, I'm going to ask you to choose your favorite kid, basically. I know it's impossible, but I'm going to ask you to do it. Talk a bit about which workshops you're most excited about or you think might have the broadest appeal to okay. uh, contractors coming to the expo. Well, we have four workshops, so it's pretty simple. We're going to be talking about everything from hiring to uh, creating job descriptions to creating an online marketing map to creating um, a better management structure for your company and then having training resources and implementing training resources. So it kind of covers the gamut. For my workshop, and I'm just going to select mine. You know, I'm unbiased here, but... Uh, <laughs> your favorite kid is you. <laughs> my favorite kid is me. You know, I'm not being partial to anybody. But um, I am going to be talking about how to implement the Trade Best Practice series in your company. We've heard a lot about this. So we came out with these 15 videos in the last year. And it's been a year, I think, since we, yeah, we, we made those available, I think, last May or June. And those videos have been out there. Now people want to know, okay, how do I run my company employees through those videos? Do I just show off 15 videos at once? Or is there any testing or assessments? How do we know how to pace them through it? How do we know when they're actually watched or they learned anything? How do we know if they're demonstrating the skills from these videos? And so we have created resources that we're getting into our learning management system. And all members can have access to those to run their painters through it and go at their own pace. But we're going to provide some information on basically how to run your team through it, on refreshing your team, on the basics of painting, helping to encourage everybody to basically stay in your company and stay in the painting industry because it's a good place to be and you could further your career. And so we're going to provide those resources and tell people how to use those systems to get the most out of the Trade Best Practice series. So that's one of them. And the other one's writing a job description. The other one's creating an online marketing map to know, like, am I doing all the things with online marketing to generate leads that I need to be doing for my company to get steady work all year long? Where are my gaps at? And then, as you guys know, and I mentioned this, Torlando Hakes is going to be going over scrum management. So how to build team roles and how to do good scheduling and team meetings in your company that just keeps you in touch with what your team is up to and how to stay ahead of your projects and how to assign which projects to who. And it actually goes into who to hire and how to hire. So really, really good stuff. It's some heavy stuff that every company's dealing with. And so we're trying to show the best ways to go through those things. So sustainable business management is what it sounds like. Building something that doesn't require your constant hand on the wheel. That is what Sprint is all about, for okay. sure. Right. And uh, these other pieces will help with all of that as well. We try to think from beginning to end, from hiring people to training people to managing 
what do people need and what companies need. And this, this is what we came up with. Well, and it's always good to have a group of painting contractors that you can gripe about because <laughs> it is a challenge. Running a business is certainly not easy and getting outside input and just a little therapy in Phoenix helps too. So Andrew, seriously, it is during spring training, right? It is. I looked into that as soon as the location and date was announced. Spring training, if you're in the Cactus League, if your team plays in Arizona, baby, games start, I think, the following weekend. But you could show up a day or two early to the PCA Expo and you can watch the workouts, which is tremendous. If you're a baseball fan, there's absolutely nothing better. Nice. So So speaking of outside of the conference. What else do you all have going on? Because I know there's the in-session, there's the expo, which APC will be exhibiting at the expo. Are you suggesting there's like a black market at the PCA expo (laughs) that's sort of unofficial and off the record? No, no, but there's a lot of fun things that go on outside the expo too. That would be cool though. A black market? Yes. You got to know a special knock or something? What would happen if you know the knock? Big things would happen, Emily. Chris, (laughs) you and I will talk about this later, but I guess go Uh, ahead and answer Emily's question. Well, there's the awesome reception. So Benjamin Moore and Sharon Williams always do some really neat receptions. You can find out more information about that online because I'm blanking at the time because I'm the education guy. But not the, the cruise director? Are, not the cruise director, that's right. <laughs> you don't have time but, to eat. And I don't. I don't. I'm running everywhere. I grab something on the way. But the receptions are always really fun, and there's plenty to eat and plenty to drink and lots of people to talk to. And some of the best networking, I think, happens at those receptions. I hear a lot of people love the area. They always love the area we yep. pick. And they always love the receptions and they always hope for the best from education. And so far we're hitting, I think, home runs. I mean, I really do. I think it's been really exciting. But there's always the absolute fallback is it's always a fun time, no matter what. Yep. No matter what you learn or don't learn, it's always a fun time. The awards ceremony is always a big deal as well because not just that you get to see people celebrated for winning stuff, but you get to see how the best projects in the United States are developed and sold and managed and you get to see how profitable they are and how to satisfy your customers even through a lot of difficulties how to meet your challenges and we go step by step and talk about how those projects went about how did they successfully complete those so you get to see some really neat great paint jobs for one but again the management process it's really really inspiring and enlightening you can learn a lot of things from these contractors so that's really neat as well Chris, when we talk about the receptions, and you and I have talked about this in the past, I have my own theories about how to work a room, and I'm being serious here, and I've given this advice to other people. It's great to see for PCA members to talk to their old friends, but man, my advice, and I follow this, and it has paid huge dividends, you've got to spend some time going and meeting someone you've never met before. It's great to see your old friends and catch up. But look around the room, find someone you've never talked to before, chat them up because you might make a new connection and learn something new about marketing or estimating or Instagram that blows your mind. And that's the beauty, I think, of the PCA as an event, but also those receptions. Get out of your comfort zone and talk to someone you haven't met before. I totally agree. And you're really good at that message. It's always inspiring to me and reminds me like, yeah, you're right. You're right. And it's really hard to do for some people. But I hear about people coming back from the expo all the time and saying, it changed my business. How many people talk about their years in PCA or what used to be PDCA, and they say, I became a different kind of business owner. And you can talk to people like Nick Slavic, who runs Ask a Painter Online, and it is truly for him. He talks about growing uh, or evolving as like a flightless bird on an island. And all of a sudden, he got came in contact with this other world, this the rest of the painting industry and some of the elites in that industry who are willing to help him and learn from him. And 
He said, it just revolutionized his business. Okay. So I hear that so often, and you're so right. I really wish we could equip people better and better every year to keep doing that, to meet new people, to learn from them, because that's where a lot of the takeaway happens, like you said, and meet those new people for sure. I think we should make a quick offer here, and I'm going to offer Andrew's time, of course. <laughs> so I think if anybody wants to meet someone new who they haven't met, they should pop over to our booth, and Andrew will introduce them to I someone to that. that they don't know. I will do that. Because you would be good at that. We know a lot of people at the event yes. from going there so many years. I would love yeah. to do that. So One reason I'm yeah, good yeah. about talking to people I don't know is because everyone I know doesn't want to talk to me. <laughs> it's so kind of a one and done deal. Isn't there's a it? lot of opportunity. <laughs> Chris, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because I was surprised to see this, that your keynote is Bill Cosby. And I thought he was really booked up. I didn't think he was available. <laughs> How did you swing that, man? Could you have picked another example? <laughs> so, okay. But that is, that is my... Chris supposed to field that question? <laughs> it's about me. It's not about him. <laughs> but I I'll do bring that. That was, that was a good setup because... Anything's better than that. <laughs> what is your theory about keynotes this time? You know, it's interesting. I go to a lot of conferences, and not everybody gets to go to conferences all the time. So I could get easily bored by the same old keynote presentation where they're kind of being silly and kind of being funny and maybe doing some magic tricks and juggling and stuff <laughs> like that. Maybe like punching nails through a board with their hand, or I don't know. We're trying to always think about what do the contractors and attendees need. Last year, we had Tom Reber, who was inspiring. He'll shoot straight with you, mm. and he doesn't BS at all. And right. people needed that. Have somebody do a hard look at them and say, hey, look, I know what you're really dealing with. I know the problems in the industry, and I know how a lot of people try to solve those problems. It doesn't always work like you think it will. And people loved his straight talk. So I was like, how do we do that? Make it fun, but also make it very meaningful and helpful and have some takeaways. Practical, right? Everybody wants practical. So this year, we are actually in place of the keynote speaker. We are going to have the four workshop presenters. Okay, very practical here. It's all about those master plans, building systems to bring back to your company. These four presenters will get up and give a nine to 10 minutes, almost like a TED talk, but we call them paint ed talks. And it's a nine to 10 minute presentation that is really something from their workshop theme. If it's Art Snarzik and he's talking about building job descriptions, um, and he's helping you do that for some roles in your company. In his workshop, he may talk about the value of building a job description. He may talk about some of the quick points of how to do that. So it can inspire you to, one, make changes in your company, to edify people who may not even get to your workshop. It may help some teams decide, like, hey, look, as an owner, I want to go to that workshop, but I want my crew member to go to the other workshop. So you're kind of choosing, but you can be edified no matter what. And so that's the challenge. And I know it's very challenging for the presenters to know exactly how to do this because you have to pick something that's inspiring, pick something that's practical, inspire people to come to your workshop. It's just interesting. And if you have not heard of TED Talk, come on. Come on. Who hasn't go, heard of TED Talk? You got to go on. YouTube it or something. And go, on, go on the podcast app. Fun fact. Yeah. Plus, Andrew did a TED Talk. I did not did do a TED Talk. Oh, sorry, he did, I, a, I did a TEDx, TEDx talk. talk. It's like oh, the minor yeah. leagues of TED Talk. No, but that's real. That's yeah. real. The whole thing was about Emily. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's like a therapy <laughs> session. They're designed to be fun, quick, quick downloadable information. You walk away and felt like you got something from that, you know? So this is our first time doing it. We're going to have four presenters going right in a row. And we'll see how it goes. I think it's just part of nudging things forward, keeping things progressing and evolving. And let's try something new. And let's also uh, kind of meet the expectations and the standards of what's going out beyond our industry 
that is really successful for business owners in general, and not just for painting business owners. One of the things about painting business owners is that they're not just good business owners in our industry. I mean, they're great for our industry, but they're actually good and competitive out there in the general marketplace, great business owners. And some of the most passionate business owners and entrepreneurs I know, and I've interacted with a lot of different kinds from different industries, but are in this industry. And I'm not sure exactly what that is. There's a lot of theories. But we're trying to be competitive, too, with the services we offer. So I think it's going to be fun. So all that to answer that paint and talks are going to be fun. I heard you note something in there talking about going to one session if you're the owner and maybe sending team leads to something else and operations managers, maybe to something else. What do you all suggest for companies out there? Just the owners are coming, owners and the team. Who should bring along? Great question. Good setup. I seriously think people should consider bringing as much of their team and their leadership as they possibly can afford because these events can be expensive for your company. I understand that. And I want to acknowledge that. I don't want that to be the elephant in the room where nobody talks about it. It is. It's expensive. Matter of fact, admitting that and acknowledging that can help you prioritize what you're trying to accomplish with your company because you do want to invest in your company. And one of the best ways of investing in your team and your leadership is bringing them to a place where other project managers and operations managers are gathering, other crew leaders. We have foremen, we have estimators and salespeople. I mean, some people bring seven people, 10 people on a team, depending on how big your team is. If it's just you and another person who's guiding the whole thing, bring that other person because otherwise you're going to come back and try to translate that excitement and download some of the best ideas and show them the master plans. And you're going to have to bring them up to speed. You're going to have to do all the work that we did for you. A little bit of investment can go a long way. Actually, we're creating now tracks in our app, in the Expo app. That will help you decide if you're commercial or residential, which classes are best fit for you. A lot of it is overlap and could be great for both. Matter of fact, most everything this year is great for residential commercial, but some are going to be a little bit more focused on one or the other. We're also creating tracks for estimators, salespeople. We'll have project managers and operations managers in there as well. There's even going to be a panel discussion just for the world's best in class for operation managers and production managers. So we're definitely focusing on high-level staff. So bring them along with you. If you can spare that expense, please think about investing in your team in that way. I haven't heard any regrets about it. We started this a couple years ago, making it available for everyone. And I think if we learned anything from Mission Vacation this year from Dustin Zupanzik, empower your people. You know, I think Brian's the first one to say, make sure that they're learning and it's not all coming directly from you, but it's a great opportunity for your team to learn as well. So anything else, Chris, anything specific that you're really looking forward to? Anything you want to tell everybody about? I'm excited about you guys being there. You're there every year. Right. That's right. Yes. And we are going to have panel discussions this year, like every year. And we have some neat topics we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about building your office staff. There's always questions about that. We're going to talk about subs versus employees. We're going to talk about getting into commercial. And we have another one too. But we are bringing in panelists that are experts in all of those topics that are contractors and actually doing these things in their companies and we're successful at it. So we're going to have them talk, but we need moderators in each of those panel discussions. So we have some set. I'm going to be one. But I know that you guys are going to provide one too. Maybe Andrew, maybe Emily, but we're excited to have you moderate one or two of those. And you guys are going to help people engage with those panelists and with those questions. And of course, your typical humor, slapstick humor, if you will, it's sometimes very intelligent humor is applied in these situations. That's just for me, not Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I would love to moderate. Robotics and painting has become somewhat popular, but people really don't understand the dangers involved if you fail to shut those robots down overnight. (laughs) They will take over your business. They will hack into your computer and wreak havoc. And so I would love love to share the dangers posed by that problem. People are not aware, Chris. We'll create a new panel discussion around that. Okay. It's very serious. uh, I love that you gave me a great specimen of your humor, (laughs) um, your shtick, if you will. And actually, Andrew, you moderated the throwdown debate last year. I got thrown out of the throwdown debate. (laughs) Yes. It wasn't last year, but it was, I think, the year before. It was all about bliss or blitz. You know, am I yes. comfortable in my business? Do I enjoy that? Do I want to? So you had a lot of fun with that. So we're going to have. But yeah, um, you decided not to do that again. Well, <laughs> well, we changed it up for keynote. But we're going to have a panel discussion that's set up as a throwdown debate. It's a nicer version of it. But okay. anyway, excited to see you guys there. I know also you always show up with your latest issue of APC Magazine. You guys have that available, I think, at your booth. Yep. And um, I'm actually interested in hearing more about what's in that issue because I'm also putting this podcast out for my listeners in Paint Ed, the Paint Ed podcast. And I'd love to hear you guys go through what you have lined up at the beginning of the year for your first issue. Yeah, That's going to be our body issue. We feature you know, the best... <laughs> bodies among the painters in the industry and the worst bodies. This is a new thing we're doing. We're really excited about it. Um, and there's also some paint involved. It's body paint. All the contractors are going to be excited to hear that their picture is going to be shared, probably without them knowing. See, exactly. And that's what makes it so great. It's not posed because none of them know we're taking their photo. It's awesome. Wow, APC really... undercover. <laughs> Talk about the secret knock. Jeez. Uh, wow. Anyway, Emily, why don't you actually answer Chris's question, since and I have no idea what's say, in the issue. Andrew's not quite sure what's happening. No idea. <laughs> so yeah, we've got a good issue coming up. We've got a big feature on uh, how to make it easier to buy. Uh, how, to, how to make things easier to, to buy from you. What am I saying? Not you. Oh. Contractors, Sorry. how to make your services easier to buy. And then, weirdly, we actually do have a tech focus on robotics. See? Uh, <laughs> oh, there really is. Okay, I wonder where in the world that there, came from. There is. Well, we had a podcast this year called When Robots Attack, which was uh, weird. Nice. <laughs> and now we have this robotics piece that's coming up. We also do have something else coming into this issue, which is new for us. And we're going to do this every issue after January, February, is we are doing a column called Paint Geeks. And so this is when we're asking chemists and creators of products to come in and help us completely geek out on mm. paint and products and that kind of thing. So we so. decided to call that Paint Geek, not Paint Nerd. That's a serious difference. It, it was a long meeting. I actually stormed out of the meeting. <laughs> and that's hours. why I don't know what Ugh. the decision was. Jeez. Yes. Wow. We will also be announcing everybody's color of the year. Oh, cool. Because wow, color's cool. important. So, yes, yeah, so we've got a big issue. It's got a lot of stuff in it and working hard on it, and we will be passing it out at our booth and everywhere else that you guys let us. My color of the year is robot metallic because <laughs> I'm trying to ingratiate myself so those robots don't target me <laughs> for their aggression. I thought, I thought your favorite color would be skin. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't been to a PCA Expo before, and especially if you live in the western part of the country, this is a great opportunity to do that. Go to PCAPaintEd.org. Chris, did I get that website correct? No. <laughs> Typical. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you did. You did. <laughs> you did. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, it's PDCA.org. What are you talking about? And then I just tipped my Swear jar. Yeah, that's five bucks in the swear jar right there. So again, PCAPaintEd.org. It's easily our favorite event of the year, and I mean that sincerely. You meet 
great people all over. And that's why I said, don't just stick with the people you know, because there's even more great people out there. It's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to get away from your business, to get away from the daily grind, to take a big picture approach. Maybe you've got New Year's resolutions. You've certainly got goals and dreams for yourself and your business. The PCA Expo is absolutely the best place to make those dreams come true. It's fabulous. And wow. and I'm talking about big picture and making dreams come true, but Chris is talking about how practical it is. And that's why you can make a dream come true because they don't just give you this broad idea of what you can do. They give you the step-by-step path to achieve what you want to achieve in your business. It's absolutely tremendous. We talk all the time about how we love what we do. The only people who love what they do as much as we do, the people at PCA. So mm-hmm. that's why there's so much love in that event. That's why we love being there. That's why we are your official partner, Chris, because there's so much love. Double bro tap to you, man. Thank you guys. That means a lot. I mean, we feel the same way about you guys. I like the way you phrase it. It sounds like Disneyland for painters. It truly is an amazing experience. Helps your dreams come true. I can't say enough about the types of things I hear about it. Not even as a sell. I'm actually saying it on behalf of people who feel like they transformed their business. They couldn't see how to do it. When you feel like you don't know the way forward, there's nothing worse or kind of demotivating and just dispiriting than not being able to kind of grope with your way forward and figure out what comes next. There's nothing worse than that. But when somebody gives you, they shed a light and they just show you the way forward and they help you get there, there's just so much gratefulness. And so that's what I usually hear as a result. So we have a good time at it, just doing the stuff there and having a good time. But I think people really get some stuff from it. So, but thank you for that. And we're excited to see you guys. Looking forward to it, man. Again, PCAPaintEd.org to register, to learn more, everything you need to know. Chris, thanks for coming on Paint Radio. Everyone listening, you can subscribe to Paint Radio anywhere you listen to podcasts. Whatever your favorite platform is for podcasts, boom, we're there. Subscribe because we're doing these every week, cranking them out. You don't want to miss one that could change your business and change your life. And with that, Emily, it's been okay. (laughs) Good seeing you. Yes? It's been real and it's been nice. But it has been but real nice. But it hasn't nice. been real okay. nice. Yeah. What is okay. this, 1990s? <laughs> is this the 1990s? It's my era. No, it's not. That's my era. Thanks for listening to Paint Radio. Have a great day. See you next time.